To the Tales of Two Hood, we got your special guest Al, <laughs> your host Al. We have a special guest today, Noel. Noah, Noah, Noah. So, how you doing, Noah? Good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Um, so you're a little town from Italy, huh? Yeah, yeah, northern Italy, town called Carpi, not far from Bologna. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've been living in the U.S. for about 12 years. I went to Berkeley. College of Music, and I moved to New York in 2015. How was that? How was that move from a small town to the big city? Uh, I mean, it was great. I mean, you know, I traveled a lot beforehand, like abroad, uh, Germany, Netherlands, you know, just different things. So I was accustomed in a certain way, but also getting used to the like how big the streets are mm-hmm. took me a while. But you know, it is a lot easier for a blind person to navigate in a big city than it is in a small town. Yeah. There's a lot more just it's sidewalks for one, you know, traffic lights, just things that make uh, life a little, a little, bit, little easier. bit easier. Yeah. So, um, you went to, uh, you said you went to Berkeley College, right? Yes. And you won the Jimi Hendrix Award. Uh, yeah, the Jimi Hendrix Award and the Billboard Award. Um, yeah, I mean that was, I don't know. It's 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 cool. I mean, obviously, I'm grateful, but I didn't go there like, oh man, I'm gonna win these. Like, I I didn't even. Both times when I got them, I. Didn't even I barely knew they existed. <laughs> so <laughs> like, you so there was no tryouts or nothing. You were just doing what you do. You what you do. Yeah, best. yeah. It's not you. Didn't, you don't apply for that stuff. Like it's like you just do stuff. You know, I I like the thing that that was important for me to was to kind of like learn from everyone, but also do my thing, um, which is not like a lot of people only do their thing, and I think that's wrong because you don't evolve if you do that. Because mm-hmm. what is your thing if you don't learn from someone? Mm-hmm. But like. Uh, also there is the the opposite which is like everybody is trying to get into the same little piece of you know whatever you're trying to do everybody's trying to do the same thing because that's the hip thing and i feel like that's also counterproductive because i mean you have to be so much better than everyone else and Mm. it just creates this competition thing that i just really don't care for Mm. so like it's just that's why i was like when i was there i you know i studied with a fake and you know dave transo who's more of like a slide guitar musician and okay. i still play side guitar um but like i just i can that kind of doesn't work like somebody's gonna be left out and i just there's a lot more out there that you can discover so. okay so how how did you, it become as a guitar and uh how do you harmonica yeah harmonica is it is it was something that you was just naturally to it or no i mean uh i actually started with piano and cello with classical music okay and then i got into bob dylan because my like fifth grade teacher showed me blowing the wind okay and i was like i kind of liked it i mean i didn't really understand english at the time mm-hmm. but i was i just got into the sounds and i started learning and i like the thing is like i was playing before i was just kind of doing the bare minimum but then once i got something that i was really passionate about i was like okay i gotta figure this out and so i started figuring it out and i took lessons you know i studied with different teachers from different musical experiences too which i think is important like i started with classical t- musicians i started with like modern fingerstyle musicians jazz musicians you know and i kind of developed this you know very unorthodox 
right hand technique that you know. So you're left-handed. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I was saying like the way I play guitar with my right hand okay. is like very unusual, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, you know, people tell me I play like a bass player. I don't know, whatever people say. Like it's you know, I, I just developed. I tried to find ways to create different sounds with okay. my right hand. That's why you said Bob Dylan. So, yeah. so that's what makes you basically got you into what is it? Country music, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like folk music, but folk then music. then I started you know taking lessons and learned about the blues. Um, so I started doing a lot of that. But my teacher, my jazz guitar teacher, was into Django Reinhardt, so I started playing some of that too. And, you know, then, like, the acoustic blues I really got passionate about. And, you know, just the culture behind it, the stories of these people and, like, what they've been through. It's, like, a lot and it's very deep. And, I don't know, it touched me. Um, and I kind of, like, stuck to it. Like, most of the gigs I do now are blues gigs. Um, but, you know, I put my own spin of it. I'm, of it. I'm not trying to, like... Yeah, mimic them. I mean, in a way you do because you, like, you're learning something. Yeah. But then when I'm playing, I kind of play... Trying to respect the music, but also trying to do, like... Your own little twist it. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, talk about your album that you did, what, 2018, 2017? Yeah, so that's a duo record uh, with my friend uh, Cliff Schmidt, who is an amazing bass player. He has worked with Curtis Steigers for a long time. Okay. Uh, you know, Curtis had a few hits in the 90s. Um, you know, great singer. But, um, but yeah, me and him did a duo record, and... Um, you know, we we decided to go like that because it was like a easy like obviously we had fun playing together. But it was also like an easy thing to book as far as gigs are concerned, because um, it's just two of us and you know you know how it goes. Everybody's trying to save money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we did that, and I mean that project is kind of a little bit on standby now because you know there's a lot of stuff going on. So like I've been working with a lot of different people. You know, eventually I put out another record, but I don't know. Putting out a record now seems to be a little. Not pointless, but, like, why? Like, you know, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, like, I've been, I've had a lot more success doing videos that, I don't know if you saw, but John Mayer reposted uh, one of my covers on his TikTok, and that's what really got my social media to blow up. Um, and so, you know, like, I've been posting videos, and, you know, I took my own videos, too, being blind. I took my own videos and have, like, over 500 songs on my YouTube channel, so... You know, there's a lot of stuff, and I kind of decided to focus more on that, doing videos, doing live performances, rather than, you know, creating another record. When like the first record we did, like it was cool, it was nice, but like, I kind of felt like, it was it's nice to have something out there, but also like we didn't really get anything out of it as far as it like we we spent money on promo and stuff, mm-hmm. but like once the promo campaign was done, then you know that was it, and it's just like okay, then why. You know, why release music like that when you can just put it out on YouTube for free and do it yourself for free? And then eventually, you know, if you have something that's like somebody picks you up and helps you out, then sure, you know. But like, it's just, I don't know. I don't really see. A lot of people like are like, I'm I'm dropping this single. I'm like, okay, well, like the thing is people don't realize that like six months in, the record is already old. So like you put all that work in and then you have to start all over again. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this program that you have, the Blues and Beyond music program. Oh, so that's not, uh, this is my friend Eric Finland, who I went to Berkeley with, and I'm part of it as a, you know, musician. So, you know, talking back about what I was saying about the blues earlier and how it really impacted me, uh, basically the program is about teaching, you know, the impact of African-American music in American culture Mm -hmm. and in schools. 
And so, like, I talk about my relationship with the blues as, like, someone who is from abroad and how it's influenced me and, you know, try to pay tribute to the artists that I like and show a little bit about the guitar, the harmonica, the slide, uh, all these different things. And, you know, I just do classes online and, you know, show them about what I know and what I like and what I'm passionate about. And that's, you know, the program is, like, there's a whole... It's a whole thing. It, there is there are a lot of different amazing teachers and musicians that are part of it that you know showcase different parts of of the culture and how it impacts the music that we listen to today and how it's the music is more than music. You know, it represents a whole. You know, it represents all of us mm-hmm. in different ways, and we're all influenced but to it. And but you know, I guess the core of it is you know black African American music mm. is kind of influenced everything. So I guess that's kind of the point of the class. Um, you know of the program but you know my part is more talking about guitar and you know mm. some of the artists that I like and that I enjoy is from the blues world and and you know guitar harmonica slide all that stuff okay so let's talk about you worked aside with uh, Zaya oh SZA SZA yeah uh, well, how was yeah. that and how did that so that was a MasterCard commercial that I was part of in 2018 um, I was featured as a as an artist, and it was run during the uh, gra- the Grammys and the Super Bowl pre-show, yeah. and so yeah, it basically was it like a, a you know me along different other amazing different artists from all over the place. Um, you know, we worked alongside SZA, and what was cool about that campaign is that like the kind of like the whole thing was like you can't judge a book by looking at the cover. We covered that song. Yeah. And what was cool about it is like all of us were not what you would expect us to be. So there was like me, you know, Italian blues guy, uh, you know, blind, whatever. And it was like a, a, a like punk rock band that were African American. And then there was a Filipino rapper. And then there was this guy who was doing like Johnny Cash style music. He actually is opening or was opening for Neil Young recently, but he's Canadian. Um, but he literally sounds like someone who would be, you know, from Texas. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Like all of us were not what you expect us to be, and you know, and so that was the whole, uh, you know, thing of the campaign. And SZA was also with us, so that was that was pretty cool. Okay, that was that's a pretty. So, um, an iHeartRadio, a podcast. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Is, what's that about? Uh, so that was interesting. It was like some glasses that were supposed to, you know, possibly make you see better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's technology that's developing. It was cool though, you know, be on iHeart for something like that. And like, I'm all, I'm all in support for stuff like that. And I think it's very useful for people who used to see, um, because they have reference points. Like for me, like I can see a little bit, but I bet if I had like all of a sudden like 2020 vision, I wouldn't know what to make of it because just stuff would be different. I just, I would be confused and lost. So, so, that, so your whole life you've been blind. Then. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was, that was, uh, it was cool. It was cool. You know, as I said, I'm always supportive of trying out new technology that could help someone, you yeah. know? So like I was very excited to be, to have that opportunity and I played a little bit of my music too. So it was, it was pretty cool. So let's talk about some of the gigs you got coming up. Um, you were saying it a little earlier before we started the show that you had some gigs uh, yesterday or something like that, and you got some coming up. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know when this is going to air, but on Tuesday, the 5th of April, I'm playing with uh, the amazing Oz Noy, which is funny because, you know, his last name is very similar to my first name. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but it's N-O-Y. 
He's, uh, he's an amazing, for those of you who don't know, he's an amazing jazz fusion guitarist who has been in New York scene for maybe 30 years at this point. Okay. And, I mean, I knew of him when I was in Italy. Like, you know, there is a band that named himself, like, and, like, has basically covered his music that was from my hometown. And, you know, when I played with him the first time and I streamed it on my social media, all my friends were like, wow, you play with Oz Noise. So that was really cool. And I'm playing with him on at 55 Bar on April 5th. Um, and then also April 17th, I'm playing at Bar Lunatico with this amazing, amazing blues guitar singer, um, guitarist and singer, Junior Mac, who, you know, he's worked with Derek Trucks and, you know, the JMO Jazz Band, like the Almond Brothers. He's he's done a lot of different stuff. And he's just probably, I don't know, the best, as far as that style is concerned, like blues, soul, yeah. I think he's the best in New York. Okay. Uh, if not in the world, I don't know anybody who can <laughs> sing like that who's alive. Like, you know, Sam Cooke could, but, you know, nobody sounds like Sam Cooke now. Mm. So Junior is amazing. And we're also playing for Earth Day in the Bronx at the Botanical Gardens on April 24th, me and him again. That's at 12 p.m. Um, so, you know, I have that. And, you know, I post a, a lot of stuff on my social media. Simple Blues Boy is my handle on TikTok and Instagram and, you know, and then my website, noemusic.net. Um you know, I post on my gigs and stuff. So as they come, uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely post them there. I also have a regular on Wednesdays at this place in Crown Heights called Wild Birds. It's a, it's a new club um, and it's, you know, it's bringing live music from, you know, people that are in, are in the city. And I bring different artists every week onto that. And that's at between 7 and 9 p.m. Uh, that's at Wild Birds in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. So... That's just a few, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm yeah. going to start playing at Arthur's Tavern also very soon. Any any new projects coming up? Maybe a new album, new song that you're working on? I don't know. As about? I said, you know, we'll see. Uh, but, like, I don't really see the point of releasing an album when, you know, I, I don't have a booking agent, I don't have a manager, I don't have any tours. Why release music? Mm. Like, I'll just keep posting videos and doing performances and trying to make connections. If somebody picks me up, then I got plenty of material ready and plenty of people I can call okay. to work with me because okay. I've been working, you know, all these gigs have allowed me to work with a lot of amazing musicians. Yeah. And I, last week I performed with Michael Blake, who is a great, amazing saxophone player who's been in New York for a long time. And, you know, he's played with a lot of different people. And, you know, I'm sure that if somebody, you know, we're going to uh, post some videos from the concert we had because we played a really cool gig uh, last week and, and, you know, we got a nice videographer to do videos of us and everything. So I'm going to post that. And somebody's like, hey, we'd love to put you guys on tour. Then, yeah, we can record an album in three days. Like, oh, there is nice. no problem there. But, like, you know, I just, I don't see why I would invest money in recording something and releasing something when I don't have anything that goes into it for promotion and, and, and booking and stuff like that. So I'd rather just, you know, do my gigs, post my videos and try, you know, keep building my following, keep building my collaborations and, you know, supporting the community. And I feel like that's kind of the way to go right now. Like, as I said, I don't really see the point of releasing music when you don't have a plan to do something with it. Mm, I hear you. So you, you were saying earlier that you were, uh, you traveled a little bit before you came to New York City. How was, how was that being, you know, with your condition and all that? Uh, just, just in general? Yeah. Was it like, was it scary just coming out of your comfort zone? Because I know you're in Italy, you're a small town, you said, so it was like, you know, you're, you're going to travel the world now, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty smooth transition. Obviously, you always have adventures and stuff, mm -hmm. and, you know, I mean, I don't know, I, like, there, there's been some issues, like, you know, the bus dropping me off at the wrong place, or one time, like, I got, 
you know, like I got hit by a car. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. It was, it, but it was, you know, it could have been a lot worse, but yeah. it was a hit and run. So, you know, there's been some shit, and what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, uh, how was it? It was, the thing is, like, I like the, the, the whole thing that a lot of blind people have that it's like, you have to be independent. You have to do everything by yourself. Like, I don't believe in that. I feel like that's stubbornness. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not going to come here and tell you that, traveling and doing all this stuff is like the most amazing experience you can have yeah. because it's not it's stressful like you got to figure out your way and like i don't know getting oriented at barclay center like you know i know it now but i didn't know it when i moved here so like you have to kind of ask someone to help you at first and then once you figure your way around you memorize the station you 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 go from there but i mean it's not a fun like it's enjoyable in certain ways because you can meet some really cool people mm -hmm. but as far as it being like like the most amazing experience, I wouldn't say so because you have to figure your way around and sometimes it's hard, you know? So, but I mean, it was, you know, I took some mobility training when I was in Italy still because I, you know, my parents wanted to, you know, stimulate me to, you know, even walk to school or do all that kind of stuff by myself so I didn't have to depend on someone at all times. So, you know, I, you, it was a said, it was a gradual transition. So it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, you know? It's, you have to you deal with the stuff daily like all of us do when we're learning something and you know you just figure it out from there and same goes from for here in new york like i go to places you know like today i walked actually because i live a few blocks away from here oh nice and um you know 25th street so that's like a you know like a i don't know a 20 block thing and i just walked down and got here and you know put my gps in so i knew barely approximately where it was and yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, you just kind of figure it out. You and, just go, go with the flow. And, I mean, this area, like, it depends on where you are, too. Like, when it's numbers, like here in Brooklyn, like, it's it's easy to kind of, like, get yourself oriented because, you know, you can ask someone in, like, 9th Street, or, like, okay, you know that if you're going in this direction, it's 8 or whatever. Um, but if it's, like, you're, like, in the lower part of Manhattan, that's a little bit more complicated because the streets are not, you know, exactly just numbered and stuff so it's a little bit harder out there but you know you you do what you gotta do and you figure it out and you know if i can get help from someone that's coming my way and going to where i'm going like i'll take it you know mm -hmm. so um let's just say your um your social medias again where we could find you so uh, my name is noe noe s-o-c-h-a soha and my instagram tiktok handle is simple blues boy um, I also have a YouTube channel, two of them. One is Simple Blues Boy, where I post all the stuff from my live performances. But the videos that I take myself, the channel is called Blind Selfie. <laughs> uh, and you know, I have Facebook, too, and a website, noemusic.net, N-O-E-music.net, where you can find all my gigs. And, you know, if that, something new comes out, it will definitely be posted on there. So... But, you know, like, I I love to interact with people. And, like, even this, like, I found you guys through the Facebook group. Somebody uh, tagged me in the comment of your post. And so I reached out and I was like, oh, yeah, why not? You I mean, know? listen, it was, it was definitely amazing meeting you, you know, especially with your ability and um, the way you play your guitar and your harmonica. Thank you. You were doing it a little earlier and it was great. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm going to ask you to do is just do what you do best. We want to hear it. All right. We got about, we got about 10 minutes left. You can kill it, man. 
All right, cool. All right. I think like I'll I play- said, it was really nice meeting you. We're nice not taking you, you out. We're going to listen to you for about 10 minutes, okay? Cool, cool, cool. I think I'll do a couple of tunes. This is a song of mine I wrote um, called Romance Among Thieves. Uh, it's on the album, so you can find it also on Spotify. So.
That was amazing. That you was have really to play amazing. Another one? Yeah, I mean, if you could play some of that folk music you that you got into. Uh, this is another one from the album. Uh, it's a cover of a uh, of a blues song called Spoonful. I also have a foot tambourine. Oh, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's my version of Spoonful, which is a song written by Willie Dixon, uh, probably most, one of the most prolific blues songwriter. But you know, the version that everyone knows is by Howling Wolf. Okay. And then there is my version. <laughs> Things up, but we appreciate you. Definitely appreciate you coming by. 
We uh, yeah. hope to uh, keep in contact with you. Maybe make it to one of your gigs you have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, we definitely keep in contact so we can uh, get that information from you, all right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks for coming by. Thank you.